welcome to Positively West Virginia, where each week we share positive stories about successful West Virginia businesses making a difference in our great state. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by the State Journal, WV News, United Bank, Mylin, and Interaction Media. Now, let's get down to business with your host, Jim Matuga. Welcome to Positively West Virginia. Each week on our podcast, we talk with West Virginia business leaders and share their success stories with listeners just like you all across America. Our goal is to help educate and motivate our audience with these inspirational business stories. All of our guests are people who are absolutely getting it done in business in West Virginia, and I'm convinced we can all learn a lot from their experiences and their stories. This week, we've got a special edition for our listeners this week. A large focus, as you guys know, of the podcast, Positively West Virginia, is on small business. So what does that mean? Small business is defined by the U.S. Small Business Administration as are companies with less than $7 million in sales and fewer than 500 employees. That's what's widely considered small business. Uh, as you might know, National Small Business Week was recognized around the country and in West Virginia this year from May 5th through May 11th as part of the celebration of the best that the Mountain State has to offer in small business the US Small Business Administration the SBA honored six of the state's top small businesses during an afternoon awards ceremony uh, that week in Fairmont at the Robert H. Mollahan Research Center two recent guests that we've had on the Positively West Virginia podcast were honored with prestigious awards from the SBA, and they are Small Business Exporter of the Year, Logan Hartle. You may remember uh, Logan was the owner, the CEO, and president of Warwood Tool Company, located in Wheeling, West Virginia. And and the other company that was honored that uh, that was recognized that that week was uh, veteran-owned Small Business of the Year, Jeremy Harris and his company. Jeremy's the owner of IT Mindshare, located in Morgantown, West Virginia. Today, our, t- our Positively West Virginia team would like to offer some of the, their best advice that they share with uh, uh, our audience on their podcast episodes, and we hope that you find their stories and their wisdom uh, inspirational to you. So let's take a look first at Small Business Exporter of the Year, Logan Hurdle. Logan Hartle was guest on of the Positively West Virginia podcast on episode 41 back on October 25th, 2018. And he advised young entrepreneurs and new business owners. And his quote was, preparation is one third of it. Execution is two thirds. Uh, he said, definitely do your homework. Make sure that you know the industry that you're going into. Uh, when he left the roofing business, his wife asked him why he wanted to get out of it, and he just told her it was not for him. So let's uh, let's take a listen to what he said. All right, Logan, I'm so glad to have you on the podcast to talk about your company. Logan Hartle is president of the Warwood Tool Company. For 164 years, the Warwood Tool Company has forged world-class, 100% USA-made hand tools of the highest quality, with high carbon and alloy grade B steel right here in West Virginia. Logan prides himself on his entrepreneurial spirit and willingness to act. A little bit about his background. Logan studied industrial engineering at West Virginia University where he received a Bachelor of Science degree in industrial engineering. 
While at WVU, he secured an internship with Toyota Motor Manufacturing. He was hired by Sea Ray Boats in Merritt Island, Florida as an industrial engineering intern. He launched a decorative concrete business and won the West Virginia State Collegiate Business Plan Competition. After completing his studies, he was hired as a process engineer by Technocap LLC, a stamping plant in Glendale, West Virginia, that makes metal closures. Logan would ultimately become the plant engineer at, at Technocap. Logan's expert, uh, expertise and experience is not limited just to engineering and manufacturing, however. He's, he has spent a year in sales and marketing with McFadden Roofing in Orlando, Florida. After his tenure with Technocap and McFadden Roofing, Logan's entrepreneurial spirit took him uh, once again and he kind of grabbed him and he, he and his two business partners purchased the Warwood Tool Company in 2015. Logan is currently the president, as I mentioned before, of the Warwood Tool Company and enjoys the challenge of adding new revenue streams to the 164-year-old forging company while looking for creative ways to increase the efficiency of manufacturing and his business operations. Logan, that's quite an introduction. Take a minute, fill in some gaps from that brief intro, and give us a little behind-the-curtain look into your personal life. Well, thank you, Jim. I appreciate that. I uh, appreciate the info yeah. or the, the introduction there. Um, sure. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's been a, a fun ride so far, but uh, just a little background. Uh, you know, I'm a West Virginia guy. I was born and raised in Moundsville, West Virginia. went to John Marshall High School. went to West Virginia University. So yeah, I'm born and raised West Virginia guy. So so is my my business partner. Uh, he's a he's a West Virginia guy as well. He's a WVU grad also. So um, yeah yeah. So definitely here West Virginia. So again, um, I'm let's see. I'm the president of Warwood Tool Company. I'm I'm 31 years old, uh, and wow. and my wife and I live here in Wheeling. Uh, for those of you who aren't familiar with Wheeling, Warwood is a little suburb on the northern end of Wheeling. But uh, yeah yeah. In uh, West Virginia, through and through. Aside from the the stint in uh, in Orlando uh, in in the roofing industry, I've uh, been been a West Virginia guy my whole life. Awesome. So Logan, you know, t- take us back there to two two thousand fifteen. You have this opportunity to get into this company. How the what what got you into this business? So my uh, my business partner and I were sitting around. Um, and we've always both been been entrepreneurial. Uh, his father owns a business. My dad owns real estate. And we, you know, our families have always been kind of entrepreneurial. Um, and said, you know what, really, really like what I do. I was liking engineering. Um, I was liking operations. He he said, you know, I really like what I do. He was in sales and marketing. Um, we said, you know what, we we'd kind of like to do that for ourselves. Um, so we started asking around. Hmm. Really, just said, you know. Friends of friends just started asking around, is there anything for sale? Is there anybody who, who wants uh, you know, someone to mentor to take over the business one day? What exists? What's out there? So so we started asking around, looking at a few places. We had, we had looked at a transportation company, looked at a concrete company, looked at a couple different businesses. Uh, when a friend of a friend of his dad's said, hey, you got to call this company. You got to pick up the phone and call this guy. He is, uh, he's almost 90. Uh, his children don't want anything to do with the business. Uh, it's a manufacturing company that makes hand tools. We said, what? And wheeling? Really? <laughs> and so we uh, we did. We picked up the phone and, and gave him a call and said, uh, are you interested in selling? He said, I think I am. Uh, at that point, he had had offers from a company in China. He had another offer from a company in Michigan uh, and was just ecstatic. He was, he was ecstatic that there was a local 
group that was interested in the company, um, knowing full well that, that the company probably would have moved out of the area uh, had one of the other companies purchased it. Uh, and he was a he was a Wheeling guy himself. Was once the mayor of Wheeling, Jim Haranzo. I don't know if anybody knows of him or not, but he was a he was a Wheeling guy. Was once the mayor, and uh, and so he was pretty excited that that a, a couple of younger guys were going to take it on, and and we were local. So, Logan, what's one what's one piece of advice you would give to uh, young business people or entrepreneurs that are thinking about starting a company in our state? What's one piece of advice you would give them? You know, I, I think one of the, I heard a, I was listening to a podcast with the guy, I don't know if you remember Black Rifle Coffee, but I was listening to a oh, podcast sure. yeah. with Evan Hafer of Black Rifle Coffee. Yep. And one of the, one of the things he said is preparation is two thirds and execution is one third. And so that's one thing that I would definitely say is, is that really do your homework, make sure you know the industry, make sure you know uh, what you're getting into. You know, when I got out of the, the roofing space, uh, I was talking to my wife and she said, you know, what is it that you know, why didn't you like, or why didn't, why do you want to get out of it? And I said, you know, I just, it's just not for me. It's not something I like. And so one of the things that we, we discussed and I told her, I said, if, if I'm going to go into something again, it's going to be something that I know in manufacturing was my background. Yeah. It's going to be something that I like when, and I just handles manufacturing handles is just really cool. And then it's got to be something that I can make a good bit of money at. And so there's, there's a lot of headaches that come with, uh, with, owning and running and, and trying to grow a business. And so, so there's got to be that financial potential reward at the end of it. So, so those are kind of the three things that I, I talked with her. And so these are the, these are kind of the criteria. Um, and then at that point, you know, once you've prepared, once you know, it's something you like, and it's something that you can be good at, and it's something that, you know, you can make a decent amount of money at, um, you got to act, you got to just go, you know, you, mm. at, some, at some point you're going to have to get to the point where you're going to pick up a pen and sign on a dotted line. And either that's going to be to give somebody some money or borrow some money from the bank or what, but at some point you're going to have to take that first step and just, and just go. So again, that's Logan Hartle with Warwood Tool Company, W-A-R-W-O-O-D Tool Company. Their website is uh, www.warwoodtool.com. Uh, and, Logan is just an awesome guy. He's a great entrepreneur and really getting things done uh, in Wheeling. I want to take a second to just mention some of the incredible sponsors for the podcast, and they are the State Journal, WVNews.com, Interaction Media, United Bank, and Milan. It's the support we receive from these organizations that allow us to highlight the incredible things happening throughout the great state of West Virginia in business. Uh, and today we're, we've got a special edition highlighting uh, a couple of the SBA small business uh, 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 small business of West Virginia award recipients. There were six of them. Two of them were on the podcast recently. I just wanted to kind of give those guys a shout out on the podcast this week and really kind of circle back on some of the advice that they had. These guys are totally getting it done in West Virginia. Logan Hartle with Warwood Tool Company and Jeremy Harris uh, of IT Mindshare. Uh, IT Mindshare is a veteran-owned small business, and they actually won Veteran-Owned Small Business of the Year for West Virginia uh, a couple of weeks ago. IT Mindshare started as a small firm and has grown into one of the most trusted and recognized technology firms across the state and surrounding states, for that matter. IT Mindshare provides technology services and support for commercial, government, and nonprofit organizations. Uh, Being named the Small Business Association, SBA, West Virginia, veteran-owned Small Business of the Year uh, in 2018 and again in 2019. So it's, it's quite an accomplishment. 
And one of the things that I recall um, listening to uh, Jeremy's story, and we're going to listen to it here in a second, is uh, you know the piece of advice that he gave for young entrepreneurs. He said, "You have to be mentally tough," and I, I totally uh, rec- you know resound with that or resonate with that. Uh, we talked to a lot of small business owners on this podcast. Uh, we're in the I think seventy for 75 weeks straight we've been doing this uh this podcast and it's really uh, fascinating listening to those stories but also in my day-to-day job as a, a owner of a marketing agency just working with our clients it's it's tough you got to be mentally tough and i love jeremy's advice on that as well so let's give uh let's give uh, jeremy harris a, a a platform here and let's hear what he had to say back on his episode jeremy first of all thank you for your service to our country i really appreciate it, and I'm sure our audience does too. Take a minute, fill in some gaps from that brief intro, and give us a little behind-the-curtain look into your company. Yeah, Jim, thanks for the kind words, and uh, thanks for having me on the show as well. This is really cool. Sure. Um, I appreciate uh, all the nice things you said. IT Mindshare is a better-known company. We, we specialize in IT services, a strong background in security, and really this kind of all started uh, coming out of the military. I uh, was in the D.C. area, met my wife. She's from Morgantown, Kelly Harris, Kelly Wilson's her maiden name. And we were uh, kind of climbing the corporate ladder over there. And I had a lot of enterprise experience in the IT world, coming out of the military, moving up into director and manager positions, and just kind of wanted to get to a place we could call home. Uh, D.C. wasn't really it for me or for her. And we wanted to take this uh, enterprise-level experience, and what I mean by that is just we'd, we'd worked at some really large companies, um, Lockheed yeah. Martin and BAE, mm-hmm. and some of the government agencies, and learned a lot about how to run a, a proper IT department. So I thought, let's go to West Virginia. Um, we, we feel like this is home, and we can come here and, and take what we've learned and kind of be able to help people out. So mm-hmm. over the years, it started out, I mean, the funny story I say is, you know, I'd come here and I'd talk about consulting and and how IT Mindshare uh, this, at the time was just me and all the great things we could do to, to help you be more efficient and, and more productive and, and solve tough problems. And, and people said, that, that's great, um, but my printer's broke. So if you could fix that <laughs> on the way out, you know. So I realized that, okay, maybe, maybe we need to focus on some of these core IT services. And yeah. uh, that's what we did. We started hiring people, um, spent a ton of time on our, our culture, and uh, making sure that we treat our people awesome, making sure we treat our clients great. And uh, not just something we say, it's something we really do. We, we call it the IT Mindshare way. It's just kind of always making sure we're, we're looking to do things right and mm. uh, taking care of people. So we've got about 13 employees now, been in business almost seven years, and uh, just really happy. I mean, things have, have gone well. Our, our core services are IT services, so anything where it comes to support or configuration, installation. Uh, we have a strong focus on uh, medical field yeah. and uh, really ingrained in the security and uh, HIPAA services and things like that to help our clients out. Awesome. We yep. have a phone company. Uh, we do some web and graphic design and we do some data cabling. So we do a little bit of everything in the technology field. And uh, that's, that's uh, IT Mindshare in a nutshell. What's one piece of advice you would give, Jeremy, to young young people? The people I was just talking about, you know, entrepreneurs, people may have a vision of, hey, I can maybe start a company someday. What's one piece of advice you would give them? Oh, let's see. I mean, I would, I would tell them that you're going to have to be mentally tough. And, uh, you know, I have this uh, 
article I read from Inc. Magazine a few years ago, and it's got a picture of a man riding a lion. Mm. And the caption is, the people in this village would say, wow, look at this guy riding a lion. Look how brave this guy is. And the man the whole time thinking, how did I get up here and how do I get off this thing before I get eaten, right? So, and there's so many times where you're just going to be going, man, I just I have this great idea. I can make this product or I can, I can make this great recipe or I know I can do it. I, I got what it takes. I've got the clients. I, I have to know how I can do it. And you're going to be hit with these, these things, man, like taxes that you didn't know about or um, some regulation that you were unaware of and employee issues that they, they don't show up or they do or they – it's all these kind of things, and, and all I can tell you is you're going to have to make a decision early on yeah. that you're going to do this. Yeah. And it's not going to be pretty, and it's going to be ugly sometimes, and you have to follow a couple simple principles. And one is just never let them see you sweat. Right? Mm. Like You can't ever blink. You can't ever show to your mm. employees or to your clients that you're struggling, that you're weak, because you're not going to be able to build that confidence. And, and so for me, I just focus on trust. And, and, and believe in yourself, get a strong support network around you, mm. make sure your, your home life is in, in good shape and you've got the ability to go out and do this. But it's all going to be built on trust and you're going to have to persevere through some tough times. So it's not all going to be sunshine and, and rainbows, but there will be times it's awesome. Again, congratulations to both Jeremy Harris and Logan Hartle uh, for their SBA uh, Small Business of the Year uh, recipient awards. We are so inspired by your hard work your dedication, your entrepreneurial spirit here at Positively West Virginia. And we just wanted to highlight you guys again, uh, be able to pass along some of the advice that you gave. So thank you guys so much and congratulations to you both. Well, folks, that's a wrap on another episode of Positively West Virginia. I hope you've enjoyed listening to this special small business edition of the podcast this week. And I will be back to our normal programming next week. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by The State Journal, WVNews.com, Interaction Media, United Bank, and Milan. As we continue on our journey to help share positive stories of companies and people doing amazing things all across the Mountain State, just like Jeremy Harris and Logan Hartle, our hope is that we in some way inspire and motivate our audience by sharing these success stories in West Virginia. If you or someone you know would be a great guest on the show, drop us a line on our website, PositivelyWV.com. There's a form right there. And, uh, we, of course, we appreciate all the positive comments and, and encouragement you guys uh, send us each week as well. And uh, don't forget, uh, please share these stories on your social media channels. It's easy to do that. Just share it out there, and uh, we're spreading the word. On behalf of our entire Positively West Virginia team, until next time, I'm your host, Jim Matuga. Stay positive, West Virginia.